This is Hannah. This is Rachel. And this is What What I'd Like to Tell People. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Hannah. How was your week? It was good, you know, still in quarantine, but, you know, doing well. What about yours? It was good. Um, I got to talk to my college roommates via Zoom. So we had a Zoom night, which was nice. And it was my friend Lindsay's birthday. So I went to her birthday party via the, the gaming app. I should have written it down. I don't. You used it. We talked about it with Patrick. Did I use it? You knew of it. Anyway, it's a gaming app where you can play games and, like, chat and video chat as well as playing a video game with the person. Oh, that's a lot of fun. So we did that for her birthday, like, little virtual birthday party. Discord. It's called Discord. Discord. Okay, okay, yes. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so I've been keeping busy while staying in my apartment. So did you have a good Easter? Because it was Easter this past week. I had a good Easter. I talked to my parents and, you know, just hung out mostly and uh, got a picture of my bunny since he's a rabbit and, you know, Easter. And, you know, uh, the rebirth of spring as uh, us Unitarians believe in. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was good, though. Yours sounded really busy, though. You said you had a good day. (laughs) Yeah. And then I also, I did a FaceTiming session with my parents and my brother, like we all got on one. So it was nice to see, even though we're all in different places to see everybody be together for the holiday. Well, that's what's great about technology. You have this interconnection. Right. I was listening to something. If this had happened just a mere like 10 years ago, we would not even have the stuff we have right now to stay connected. Not that there was ever a good time for a pandemic, but if it was going to happen, this was a, a better time. It was a better time because of the technology. Because, yeah. Right. So the fact that we have this gift of technology is awesome. Yeah, I think communicating during this time has been very helpful because even though we need to be quarantined, we can still communicate, talk, to our loved ones. And I was just thinking of things that we can do during this time. And I feel like calling your friends, calling your family is something that you can still do. And it's still following the rules. And listening to a podcast, as we've talked about in the past, and taking like online. Our, huh? Like our podcast. Yes. Well, <laughs> if they're listening now, they should be listening to our podcast. Yeah, and more podcasts of ours. <laughs> Yeah, the beginning and like doing online workout classes or even just, I mean, YouTube or, you know, just or um, meditation also. Yeah. Really good too. And we'll also, I rem- we'll post also more of that infographic that will help too with. Yeah. Or telling people about positive activity. Yes. And then also, one thing I want to remind people about, don't forget to do the census because it's very important. And I know I think the numbers are very low right now. And if you're home with Internet, you should be able to do it. It just took a few minutes when I did it. Fill out your census. Now's the great, a great time to do it. You guys could easily do it while you listen to our podcast. Just do it, guys. It's very important. It gets your voice heard, too. Yeah. And you get the funding that is needed. So this episode is telling people about Hannah J. and the Hideaways. 
So we get to find out who is Hannah J and the Hideaways. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, so they're a local DC folk band, and you need to check out their album, especially after all the links are in this info of the of the episode. So you can find them if you scroll down, and you'll be able to see their website, get their album on different platforms. And I feel like this is a really cool, different type of interview that we've done. It really is. And we got to bring art into it more. So that was really nice. And we got to learn a lot about different genres, too, that are mixed in this album. So I feel like you guys are going to really enjoy this. Yeah. So enjoy. Hello, everyone. We are here with Hannah J. Hi, Hannah. Hey. It's so weird to say it's so weird to like say Hannah since I'm Hannah. It's hey Hannah. <laughs> so we are experiencing a lag on Skype and we'll try to once we edit this to edit it out, but there might be some things that are not able to edit out. Anyway, Hannah is in a band called Hannah J and the Hideaway. And do you wanna kinda of explain how you got started and how long and what kind of music and things like that. Totally. So yeah, it's a really funny story. Actually, I was a few years out of college and was looking for a musical outlet because I performed my whole life and I researched and kind of went online Craigslist and tried to find musicians all these different ways. I asked my friends and I couldn't find anybody. So I ended up going on coffee meets bagel and searching for musicians on that dating app. And that's actually how I found my first two musicians, our original bass player and our current mandolin banjo harmonica player. We're both on that app. And it's funny, even more so because the mandolin player, he is now about to marry the girl he met after me on Coffee Meets Bagel like two weeks later. So <laughs> he, he really scored well on that app. He got a band and a fiance and future wife out of it. So... Um, but that's how I found the first two members. And then around the same time, I was also just going to jam sessions locally and trying to network and meet musicians. And so I found the other two musicians or the other one musician, our fiddle player, um, just through a friend who recommended her. So it was a pretty funny way to start. Um, but we've been together as a group for about two years as of March, I guess. So as of this month. So it's been really fun. We've played over 80 shows and this album is really kind of the capstone on our time together and it's it's cool to have that memorial of the songs that we've been playing for the past two years and that we've written and kind of shaped together so it's been really fun do you and, only play in the DC area oh. oh yeah um we do as of now we did one weekend trip to philadelphia um, and that was that was fun, but we mostly just stayed in the area. And I forgot to answer your earlier question about style. We're an Americana folk band, though we are a finalist in three different categories for the Whammies, which is like the Washington, D.C. Music Awards. And we're a finalist in Americana country, folk and bluegrass. So I guess no one really knows what <laughs> label to put on us. We're sort of like a cross genre bending group, I guess. My well, friend is actually... My friend is actually in the whammies, uh, too, and I'm a finalist, too. So congratulations. That's awesome. So what made you guys uh, have that kind of mixture and stuff? You're, like, all in one um, different genres. Like, how did you fall on that? Yeah, I think part of it is because we come from different backgrounds and musical styles. 
So when I was really young, I sang a lot of pop music and Motown and Broadway. So I kind of had like a pop jazz background. Um, and then I like our fiddle player, for example, came from Irish tradition and did a lot of like Appalachian kind of contra dance music. So that style kind of got into the group. Our bass player is very much rooted in the bluegrass scene. So like his bluegrass sensibilities came into the group. And um, our mandolin player is a huge fan of Trampled by Turtles and like those kind of bands. So I think all together, we kind of just melded all of our genres. And my I'm also I'm very interested in like folk music, like Bob Dylan, Joni Mitchell. So I think just with all those in the back of our minds and our ears as musicians, it created this sort of melting pot of, of styles and sounds. Oh, that's awesome. Have you guys ever heard of string band in West Virginia? It's a music like competition. I have heard of that. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I, I actually worked there when I was an intern for the governor. I worked uh, like for a week long, probably before you were going. If you've ever been, it's a really awesome. Like I've experience. never been. No, I need to go. That's so cool. One really cool thing. So I'm from West Virginia and they actually have people from all over like Australia. And like, I had never heard of it, even though it was in West Virginia until I had to work there. And it was from like bands all over. And then at night they would have them set, like you could walk around to the different camps and people would just be kind of jamming out or like <laughs> playing. It was really cool. And I'm not, I wasn't really a fan of, you know, like bluegrass or folk music until that moment. And I was like, I am inspired by this. So your songs really remind me of those memories. That's awesome. I'm so glad. Do you write your own stuff? Yes. So I wrote eight of the 10 songs on this album and uh, I'm still writing songs hopefully every week now. (laughs) Not as often as I'd like, but yeah, I, I love writing music. I started writing songs in college and just never stopped. And it's really cool to have a platform to share things that I'm feeling that I care about. And, you know, I see my peers struggling with as well. So it's been really powerful to have that platform. That's awesome. So what is uh, my favorite one that I listened to was Queen Anne's Lace. So what was that sort of like, do you mind telling me what that inspired. was based on or inspired by? Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm so glad you like that song. That's one of my favorites as well. Um, that one is very personal. It's about my father's mother, so my mater- or my paternal grandmother, who I never met. She passed away before I was born, but she apparently had this amazing voice, and she's kind of who I owe all my musical talents to, and so there's this place that my dad's family, his side of the family gathers every summer in Massachusetts that has this like beautiful field with these Queen Anne's lace flowers everywhere. And her name was Anne. So I figured, you know, it would be cool to honor her with this song about this place that we all gather as a family and play music with these like beautiful flowers in the fields that are technically weeds, but they're, I think they're really pretty and they just kind of remind me of my family in general. So that's, that's where the song came from. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love that. We used to, speaking of them being weeds, my mom is from a florist family, and we used to cut those and add those in arrangements. So I always, I I think those are very pretty. Weeds are gorgeous. You know, I consider them beautiful flowers. Flowers are another name, right? (laughs) Right? Yeah. So now that we 
on like lockdown for COVID-19. I know that you had, was it March 24th? You had a live show online. Yeah. Did I get that right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was a Tuesday night. It was a fun time. <laughs> How many people joined in or do you get to see if people are watching? Cause I know some musicians were doing the live one also and I wasn't sure. If- yeah. Yeah. We could see, I think it was about like 80 total or so, which is a pretty good crowd. So yeah. And we did it on both Instagram and Facebook. So, which was turned out to be a good decision because I think Instagram stopped working at one point, but Facebook kept going. So. <laughs> That's interesting. Usually it's the opposite. I have problems with funny. Facebook. Hey, whatever works. <laughs> Are you planning to do any more? We would love to um, with the kind of stay in place, shelter in place orders. It might become impossible because it's actually not, I found out it's not possible to play music with somebody else at the same time online and like sync the sound because of the delay. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I, it might not be possible to do a full band, but I'm going to probably try to do like a solo show or two because uh, I have a guitar and I sing. So I've, I've performed solo shows as well. And I think it'd be fun to kind of keep using that platform to give people entertainment during this difficult and uncertain time. So that's It'd be had that. cool. It would be cool if you used say maybe some of the songs or poems or something you were working on too, you know, maybe or some of your older stuff too. That might be cool. Some or do someone else's uh music too, you know, just to make it fun for people. That would yeah, be cool. Have you heard of, like, well, of course you've heard of Zoom, because I feel like everybody's <laughs> using it. But I know that there's been a lot of bands and stuff to use that, or I know Backstreet Boys, which I know you guys are not like them, but I saw a video where they recorded their piece, and then they mashed it together. So maybe you guys could do that, like, play your piece, make sure you're keeping the tempo, and then kind of merge it together. So it's not a live event, but it's still something cool where you can get a song out there. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I'll have to look into the Backstreet Boys kind of method of doing that. Cause yeah, I definitely know Zoom and that'd be really fun just to even do like one or two songs. That would be right. great. You could and do your live one and then that. <laughs> so. yeah. And I don't know if they used Zoom, but I know I I took a online workout class through Zoom and that's been like a great platform for people. But then you could use your video and then if you have any kind of video editing, just add it together. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a really good idea. Why not? You know, we have the time. Exactly. <laughs> Why not try everything, right? <laughs> Very true. Are you originally from the D.C. area? Uh, yes, I was born in D.C. and I grew up in Tacoma Park, Maryland, which kind of makes sense because it's the heart of a lot of folk music in the area. So I grew up performing at the Tacoma Park Folk Festivals over the years and I performed there the past few years with my band. So it's been been fun to kind of be close to home and and a lot of the people who inspired me growing up. Oh, that's really awesome. Full circle. <laughs> How many bands have you been a part of uh, since you were young? So, like, technically speaking, this is the first, like, small band I've been a part of. But in college, I was a part of a folk band that was, like, 14 people. So it's kind of more like an acapella group size. But about half of us played instruments and everyone else just sang. So that was really fun. And it was named after Bob Dylan's Tangled Up in Blues song. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, so that was cool. But... Apart from that, this is really the first group that I've been a part of, especially that I've formed. So it's been a really fun experience to kind of see a group grow 
from the ground up. When did you get your name, The Hideaways? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, so Hannah is obviously my name. My middle, my actual middle name is Jean, but I thought Hannah Jean would be too, like, blanket country band, which nothing wrong with that. I just, I kind of like the, the folksy in between nature of it. And so I thought Hannah J would be kind of cool, different spelling of, like, the alliteration of the letter J. And then I was going back and forth with my band about Hannah J and the Getaways, Hannah J and the Runaways, Hannah J and the Hideaways. And we liked how it rhymed and it also had the alliteration. And it sounded sort of like mysterious, like you're hiding away in the mountains or something, which could be sort of like imagery for a folk group, we thought. So that's how we landed on it and never looked back. <laughs> it seems like it's, it's catching up, which is fun. <laughs> I love yeah. the, al- the um, album art, too. That's really oh, cool. Yeah. Thank you. My Yeah, my friend Melissa did that and then... Um, my friend Becca did the actual graphic design of it and put it in the like album format and everything. So it's, yeah, it's really, really, super talented. It captures the folksy too. And then kind of like fantasy in my head too. Like, I don't know. It's really cool. Thanks. Yeah. I'm sure they would appreciate that. I'll tell them. Hopefully they listen. Yeah, so your band was formed here. Are they from all over? Are they from DC originally? Did you kind of get them from different places? Yeah, so they are. They all grew up somewhat in the area. Actually, our bass player is from Wheeling, West Virginia originally. Oh, from hey. <laughs> how, how close is that to you, Hannah? Um, well, now or where I grew up. Where I grew up, it's around like three and a half hours. Wheeling's kind of north. I'm from the south, so. Yes, you all have to hang out sometime. He's really cool. Um, and then our, the mandolin player, Giacomo, he is originally from Italy, if you couldn't tell by his name, but he grew up in Bethesda. <laughs> and our fiddle player, Rebecca, is also from Bethesda originally. So most of us are local. Greg's not even that far away. He's, you know, neighboring state. So. (laughs) And especially, yeah, Wheeling isn't far from here at all. I think it's like maybe like three. It's probably in the middle of where I'm from. Okay. I have to look at a map, but I think that's probably about right. But um, no, if we, also talk about our favorite songs we're talking about it my favorite was probably sing your song did you write that or was that because i i really i it reminded me of myself in middle school i was like you're singing to my little middle school self good (laughs) well good and bad i guess i mean obviously (laughs) tough time for a lot of people so um sorry if you related to like the bullying line but yeah, it's it's um that's a really also kind of near and dear to my heart. I think it's one of the first songs I ever wrote. Uh, we had this. I took this class in college. It was an elective on songwriting, and our professor basically told us, "I want you to write a mission statement song that basically tells us like who you are and like what you're about and declares that to the world." And so I figured this is a good song because that moment when I was performing at, in middle school was like really the moment where I kind of broke out of my shell as because I was like very introverted in middle school and so being able to just like sing this song I I, actually the moment is when uh, I was performing at this talent show I came out as a chubby little white girl in like a blue Aladdin suit I was was like is that truly what you did (laughs) Um, and I belted out respect by Aretha Franklin 
And so then, like, ever since then, my life changed, and I just, like, everyone loved it. They were like, we didn't think this was going to come out of this little white girl. And, um, yeah, it was kind of, it was amazing to be able to feel that confidence on stage and then throughout my life transfer it to other areas and aspects. So I'm glad you, a lot of people relate to that song. I think a lot of people experience some sort of like coming of age or like growing confidence in themselves, which I think is really important. Yeah. I think middle school is that time where you really do completely change. You figure out who you are, every, like your body's changing, your mind's changing. You have no clue what's going on and people are picking at everything. And that's what I feel like. It's yeah. so true because everyone started acting like a, as soon as we graduated sixth grade because I was a seventh and eighth grade school afterwards. Everyone tried to act like miniature high schoolers and adults. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there like, I just want to wear my hair up in, like, in a ponytail, no makeup. Everyone was wearing makeup in seventh grade and then having boyfriends or girlfriends. And I'm like, I don't like this. I don't – Duh. let's be kids still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's a tough age. It is. You're growing up. Yeah, so it's good to have a song like that for when you're yeah. older. <laughs> I also, I think I related, so I played the violin and so did a little fiddling, but not completely. I was more like classical violin and orchestra. But I also, I always love listening to songs when they have like a good fiddle, like solo or whatever, and I can hear that. And I'm always like, oh, I can't play that well, but I really love it. Yeah, I love the sound of the fiddle too. I, if I could go back in time and, and learn the fiddle as a kid, I would. <laughs> what, what instruments do you know how to play? You play the guitar, is that correct? Yeah, I play the guitar and I sing, and that's that's all I can do. I'm not that talented. I feel like that's still very talented. That's fair. You can actually do it at the same time. Like, most that, people can do that. That is like, the hard part, yes. That took me a while to figure out. but Like Taylor Swift out there. That's <laughs> there you go. Except she's not talking about her ex-boyfriends or repeat. <laughs> yeah, I like one song about a, a romantic relationship on this album. Try to limit it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine to do it. In the heart. Exactly. Yeah, People relate to it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do think when people can relate to music, just as, like, I feel when you find a song you like and you're like, oh, that reminds me about my middle school days or this reminds I feel like it gives you the story or songs always tell a story and they always bring a feeling too. And I feel like when you can do that for your listeners, it's a really awesome thing. And I think your music does do that. Thank you. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, it creates the imagery too for me too. I could like see all of it. So it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm sad that we're not going to be able to see you live. I hope that you create some sort of video soon so we can like tune in and share with our listeners. Like, Absolutely. That'd be great. Yeah. And we'll do a link to, to your page too. Awesome. Yeah, I know. I know it's a weird time, but we'll eventually be performing again sometime in the future. So That'll be. Are you still playing and practicing or like having so you can keep up with that and your band members, even though you're from afar? Definitely. Yeah, we had a few rehearsals that were like six feet apart. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in the future, we might have to just practice on our own or like do like space time. A conference call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, 
That's what we do. Um, my improv troupe is doing right now, along with along with another improv troupe we know. They actually have been tra- practicing and doing and just talking and you know going over things, so you get the energy still. That's so. really cool. So maybe you'll try that or something. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea, just to like get inspiration from each other. <laughs> exactly, even if it's just a normal conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Let's stop here so our listeners can subscribe. That way they can be notified of our next episode. They need to also like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And now back to our show. Now, Hannah, this is the segment where you get to tell people what you would like to tell people. Hey, so I'm Hannah J. I formed Hannah J. and the Highways about two years ago. Um, we just released our first album on February 28th, and it has about 10 songs on it, and all of them are originals, eight of which I wrote, two of which Giacomo wrote, and he's our mandolin, banjo, and harmonica player in the band. And, um, you know, I really hope you get a chance to check out the album. It's a bunch of different genres kind of melded together, but typically people call us something in the folk Americana bluegrass genres. And all the songs are about things I'm guessing you've experienced or you're going through now. There's a lot of things about kind of growing confidence, changing, wanting to break away from a job that you don't like or a relationship that you're not into, um, kind of gaining new confidence with a new transition in your life, kind of exhibited in the song New Frames, which I wrote about my glasses. So there's a lot of fun stuff in there. There's even a drinking song for everybody. You know, everyone likes to drink, even if you're not drinking alcohol, drinking tea, whatever you want to drink, coffee, because we all survive on caffeine these days. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really fun album that has a lot of different moods depending on where you're at in a given day. So hope you check it out. It's on all platforms you can listen to, including Spotify, Apple Music, um, Amazon Music, SoundCloud, so check it out on your favorite streaming device. And we also have a website with upcoming shows that we'll be announcing and videos on YouTube if you want to check out some of our live performances in the past. Love to see you guys there. And also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you have any of those accounts, we'd love to interact with you on those platforms. And yeah, I mean, we're just really excited to be on the show. Grateful to have been a guest and get a chance to interact with all of you. And I hope that once everything calms down with the current situation, I get to see you all in person. If not, hopefully I'll see you virtually before then. And yeah, hope, hope everyone has a great time and stay safe and healthy. Thank you, Hannah, so much for coming on and thank you for rescheduling and with us because we were going to be in person. So we really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. This has been really fun. Thanks, Anna. You've been awesome. Thank you. And we hope people check out your album. It's a really good album, and I'll be listening to it even more. Yay. Thank you. All right. Thanks. So what did you think of this episode, Hannah? I really loved it. I find Hannah's music very inspirational. Well, Hannah J and the Hideaways, because it's not just her. But I really felt that I connected with her music and I really encourage people after listening to this to take a listen to the music and you too will probably find a song that you connect with. What about you? Oh, I loved it. It definitely 
the album is just very unique and you could tell uh they put a lot of time and effort into it including uh the intricate uh album cover too is beautiful too it just fits everything is like a whole together and i i don't know it makes me happy and calm i don't know how else to describe it it's it's a beautiful album yeah and i'm really hoping that one day we'll be able to see them live and performing Oh, we'll definitely be doing that someday, you know. That's yeah, going to be on our list, our positivity yeah. list for when we leave. Yeah, it's totally on our list. So next Thursday, we are featuring your improv teacher, Keely, for the episode Telling People About Co-Creating. Yep, and I'm very, very excited to have her uh, tell you about her journey with uh, improv. Yeah. Until next week. Bye, Rachel. Bye, Hannah. And this was What I'd Like to Tell People.